Hello, welcome to another episode of the Ready Fight Podcast, the podcast where we talk about video games, movies, comic books, TV, pretty much anything geek-related. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Martin, with always is my co-host, Nathaniel. Hello, what's up? And we got a special guest talker this week. Special guest. Friend hey. of the show, Kyle Bus. Hey, hey, hey. Kyle Bus. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, Thanks for having me, guys. How you guys doing? Welcome aboard. <laughs> you <laughs> excited fun. to be here? I'm very excited to be here. All right. Talk some nerd. Uh, today we're going to talk about the uh, usual news, video games, movies, and we're going to talk about upcoming video games for the rest of the year, and then we're going to end off on The Last of Us, so pretty much a video game-centric mm-hmm. episode. And uh, exactly. is there anything you want the thousands upon thousands of listeners to know about about you, your geekdom, mm. gaming habits? Well, it runs deep, like? man. It runs <laughs> deep. Um, you're a yeah, you're I, an avid video gamer. Oh, avid video gamer. More so video games than movies. I mean, I, I still love movies, but I don't consider myself an expert in any way. So you came up with the idea of talking about The Last of Us Two today. So. Yeah. Awesome idea. What uh, what other games do you love to jam? What are some of your favorites? Well, right now, there's been kind of a bit of, like I would say, a drought over the summer with PlayStation. I'm a PlayStation guy. Um, die hard. So, um, picked up a Switch at the beginning of the summer just because the urge to play Zelda was burning too, uh, too hot. So, uh, and you played it? Yes, I did. Um, I've been playing that, and uh, I have to say it's a fantastic game. Probably. Have you beat it? I have not beaten it. How no. far are you? I mean, no spoilers, but uh, I don't really know how to spoil that game. It's completely open-ended. You can go wherever well, that's you right. want. Yeah, you can beat it. You could technically beat it in the first right 40 minutes if you were really, really good, right? Exactly. So, so I was uh, talking to one person uh, about some of the bosses that I had encountered already, and he's like, you beat that boss without this gear set? Right. I'm like, yep, <laughs> I just... Uh, I just did that, so... I have never played a Zelda game ever. All right, you're going to borrow my Switch (laughs) when this is all done, and you're going to play this one because you can't pass up on this game. Like, it just consumed my soul. I never had a Nintendo. Not one single thing. Game Boy. Okay. Uh, Link to the Past or what? Are you asking me? Yeah, do you remember what it was? <laughs> what Game Boy I had? No, what you did you play a... No, I never played oh, any okay. Zelda. The only I Nintendo system I've ever had was a original Game Boy. You, you never had an N64? No. Really? Uh, Ocarina of Time <laughs> was the only other Zelda that I ever played, and I never even beat it, because I was playing on my cousin's N64. I think I played Ocarina of Time at Best Buy for, like... Two minutes once. You have just effectively... Now, when <laughs> anyone listens to this podcast and you start talking about games, they're just going to tune out now. Well, I mean, come on. I've played right. a lot of other games. Does it matter? You're going to catch fruit in the streets now, Drake. Good. I won't <laughs> fight anybody who wants to approach me about something. All right. So, so we're, we're going to fix this. Zelda. Breath of the Wild is your first Zelda game again. Yeah. For when, when I'm, I, I'm a top chef, but I've never really cooked anything that's not in the can. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, do you have to play every video game to be considered well depends on who you ask if you hang out in the comment sections in IGN then yes you have to play every video game in order to say anything about video games IGN commenters are demanding they are Um, they have something no there's just certain um, you know milestones of gaming that you would think that everyone would have played bottom line is there's nothing you can say where this argument doesn't end with you just need to play Zelda. You need to play some sort of Zelda game. You need it in your life, Greg. Why? So but, so I don't, is, but I don't think you should start off with Breath of the Wild because you were just telling me 
how much you hated The Witcher. No, I love The Witcher. The surprise oh, here is... Yeah, I'm up to like 40 hours on The Witcher really? already. <laughs> surprise here I is that I'm, I'm not actually a special guest for your show. This is actually an intervention yeah, for Greg's yeah. lack of Zelda. Um, yeah, no shit. I'm you gave me uh, God of War <laughs> last weekend. Yeah. I played it for like four hours, and then I turned it off and I went back to The Witcher because I'm like, it was just in my head, and I had all like... I've been playing The Witcher so much that it was just all my controls all, all my all my hands yep. could do were witcher controls so i'm like all right i'm going back to the witcher i'll play god of war when i'm done that's what this. we can talk about too today we can talk about you starting out god of war and yep. we'll go from there have you played god of war uh platinum dead yeah oh you did yes awesome I well let's thoroughly play that game well, and we can play we can talk about yeah. that all right did you like it at least god of war yeah okay. um it kind of what i have to say about it goes into our topic for this week okay we could either touch on that now or after news let's let's do news let's let's get some sort of structure to the show all right uh, <laughs> yeah, five minutes let's start let's start talking about other stuff what's in the news today greg uh video guy, game guy news. That hasn't played zelda gamescom was uh last week there were, gamescom i mean it was just a bunch of information is it cologne germany is that where it is of uh yeah, I, I I'm not going to touch on that. I don't like to promote oh, that type of nonsense. Uh, friend of the show Kyle just came up and talked to us about there's a, a shooting at a Madden tournament in Florida today. Just oh really usual bullshit breaking shitty gamer news, huh? Yeah, that sucks. I mean, we feel for obviously anybody involved with that. No kidding. It's just. Yeah. Happier news. What's going on in happier uh, news? Gamescom. Cologne, um, Germany. Is they, that how you say it? I'm not yeah, thinking of this. Yeah. Cologne. All right. Yeah. Cool. Have um, you been there? I have not. No. Right? <laughs> Germany, not no, Cologne. No. Have you played Zelda? In I, uh, I have played Zelda in Germany, actually. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 gameplay? Oh, yes. The Claire, yep. uh, Claire and William Birkin. Right. Um, you saw it? Yep. What'd you think? Um, I mean, I, I guess it goes back. I'd be thinking that it was going to be a first-person game, but... Well, they haven't ruled. They haven't ruled it out, you know. Right. And I'm guessing that if there is a first-person element, we talked a little bit about this, but I think, well, I I mean, I guess it could be a whole game, or maybe there'll be some sort of side quest. Um, You know, it'd be cool if they did, because in that game, um, there were all these, like, there were rumors that um, Hunk, the secret agent or whatever, that he was around there. If they could bring, if they did like some sort of first person where you're hunk, that would be sweet. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. You uh, play Resident Evil, Kyle? All right. So, as bad oh, as you here are, we <laughs> fucking go. With so, Zelda. I'm catching shit with Zelda. Hey, you never played a Resident give Evil it, game? Give it a yeah, minute. Here we go. Well, that's it. Yeah. So, I didn't grow up with a PlayStation or <laughs> have access to it. So, I was so. See, here. I did. So, why did I need any yeah. Nintendo Frolicking in, PlayStation? In, you know, in N64 land. Repeatedly playing Quarterback Club 99 while you were over here playing Resident Evil on PlayStation. And Madden. <laughs> and Madden, yeah, sure. So I played 4 thoroughly. Uh, when I played 4 for the first time on PS2, it was the best game I'd ever played. Well, you did play 4. I played 4. See? Oh. We played 5. Um, Shit. What do you got we never, yeah, you, yeah, see, I get around. Right? <laughs> yeah. I get around. Uh, I played 5. I was really excited for 5 to be uh, co-op. Right, so we got into we that. talked about five. Yeah. What did you think about five? Uh, I thought it was good. I, I don't think it was nearly as scary as four. No, no right? five was or way like, more of an. I was running game. for my life in four. Five is kind of the the turning point, right? Where they right. go from 
really suspense focusing. They kind of lose their way to action. being just yeah. a full-blown action. action. It was right, action right. because you had more melee. Didn't you have more melee options? Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. when, when things started to close in, I didn't feel, like... I didn't really feel threatened. I'm right. like, I can handle this situation. I mean... That's where he punches the boulder. Me right. and Pat played five, I think, three times through. And Pat hated playing with me because <laughs> I'm kind of trigger happy. And he's like, dude, save your ammo. And yeah. I'm like, no! Just a and I always take all the herbs. And <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. Yeah. Just and I just mash that button to call calls him, Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> so typical. Bail me out. I'm Zelda gamer. <laughs> Side note, though, just like on that, though, with, uh, with Resident Evil 5, kind of took over... I think Resident Evil 5 was to Resident Evil 4 is, uh, for me at least, as the Dead Space 3 was to Dead Space 2. Right. Like Dead Space 2 was absolutely mortifying. Yeah. Like, I was scared for my life, I'm checking my ammo constantly, right? And then 3 came out, my buddy... I uh, wanted to play 3 because of co-op. Because of co-op. I could co-op. never find anybody to play co-op with me at the time. And it worked. It was a great game. It was it was really well done, but it wasn't scary. I just felt like I'm yeah. going through this with a buddy. Right. I'm like, hey, come get me. Hey, let's go mod our weapons because right. that was a new thing for the game. We uh, should talk about Dead Space one of these episodes because I love those games. Dude, it's a... Kyle, are you going to come back and talk Dead Space with us? Oh, I'm, I'm back. All right. I'm back whenever you want. Isaac Clark, right? That's the yep. name? Isaac Clark. Yeah. Is it? Does three end up? Do you end up outside in three in like snow or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you end up on a planet. You're on. I thought you were on a moon outside of yeah, moon or planet. I never yeah. played three. I played the first two. Number one was like that was just so cool. Yeah. Um, two was two was really good too. Know, Number one was one of the first too. like we'll call it next gen at that time. Yeah, like right. right after N- uh, excuse me, uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty mm-hmm. came out. Um, that was one of the first games that I ever really got hands on with. I didn't have a system back in that I was right. in college, but yeah. No, that's that that space is that's a that's a fucking sweet system. I always remember um or sweet game. I remember Isaac Clark to me always just looked like just the super everyday everyman. Like because yeah, he was a Josh Mill. Yeah, I mean, just well, I mean, he was a he was a maintenance engineer. Yeah, it's kind of just like like the Half Life Two guy, right? Right, oh, Gordon Freeman. Right, sure. yeah. yeah, Gordon. Yeah. Another game I haven't played. Don't judge me. <laughs> oh man, even I played Half Life. I grew up in a, in a rock. Portal. Portal. Uh, tried Portal One. I've always wanted to play Portal Two. Portal Two is amazing. Yeah. Get yourself a PlayStation Two and go buy the orange box. I'm pretty sure you could just get that on PS4 now, or you could probably just yeah. download. I got an orange Steam box it or something. Yeah. You know. Earth but I didn't, I didn't want to take away too much from your Resident Evil talk. Just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, and then they redesigned Ada Wong. Did you read that? See that? I didn't read that. Uh, I didn't read that. I saw the gameplay. So my thoughts on the Claire, um, Claire going and fighting William Birkin or whatever. Um, it looked awesome. It was uh, William Birkin is exactly actually. If you go to the uh, Podbean page for Ready Fight, you'll see that is our header uh, picture of William Birkin in Resident Evil Two. It looks awesome. Um, it looks so detailed. That's what I'm most excited about with with RE2. Again, we talked about this on the last episode, but just having it come to life in PlayStation 4 visuals, you know, seeing all that, all those gross transformations. I remember seeing how polygonal and blocky it was when William Bergen would transform and it just blood spurts would come out little squares, you know, it looks kind of stupid. And this, this just looks like it's going to be, it's cool for people like me who've never played it. I will definitely be checking this out. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, I always loved resident evil games. I held off on getting seven because I have a VR. Gotta so, play seven. Oh man. 
I need to get seven. Do you have a VR? Or yeah, you don't? I have PlayStation VR. Um, it's one of the first things. I mean, I had my gr- ear to the ground on VR for the mm-hmm. whole like two <laughs> years building up to the first right. release, right? Of the first couple um, HMDs um, head mounted displays. But um, yeah, once I got it, I'm like, VR horror, miss me with that. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not. Mm, but I also want to try Are you too it. scared? I mean, it's how much VR have you played? Um, you got a VR too. Yeah, I, yeah. I've had I've had it since it first came out with the, the PlayStation. Um, so you've I've, got you got the, more, uh, the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bring us in Morpheus. I was gonna yeah. say it. I'm like, <laughs> um, not anymore. No, and I, I loved it. I didn't play a lot of Resident Evil Seven in um, first person, but because you're too scared, chicken shit, right? <laughs> we talked about that too. So you played it just <clears throat> not in the headset. Oh yeah. Well, okay. for the most part, I've I've tried playing parts of it with using the headset, and it's just it's too intense for me. But um, I have a game called Robinson: The Journey. I started playing that. Uh, only yeah, I heard for that's like, good though. Yeah, I, I only played it for like twenty minutes. I just got kind of the gist of the world. I played that. Um, oh, what is that? Uh, Here we lie, or something like that. Oh, yeah. um, it's all black and white for mm-hmm. the most part, except nope. for. I put that on. Um, yeah, it's here. Here we lie. I'm pretty sure it, yeah. it doesn't. You, uh, I played the demo of that, and it starts you off in a sewer. Yep. So that's uh, that's where I played all these games. <laughs> that demo disc or whatever. Yep. So I put that headset on. I'm like, all right. Which I'm just going through demos because yeah. when you first got it for the whole first year, you know, VR, anyone that had it or was even considering it, it was a lot of just experiences. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot of full fledged games. It was right. super expensive to make the games, right? And then right. not a lot of headsets, so nobody was making any money. So everything that you You're got still kind of seeing that, right? Like there's not a ton of games. There wasn't a ton. Games. There's a ton now. There's a overflow now. Like I can't so? even keep up. Oh yeah. There's I I remember reading before we got into two, uh, 2018 that there was 60 games slated for VR yeah. within okay. like the first quarter yeah. or the first you know um, half the year or whatever else. But here we lie. I put the headset on. Yeah. And um, do you play with headphones as well? Uh, not with that game. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I have 7.1 surround sound headphones. Full sleepy? version, right? No, I got like ragweed in my eyes or oh, something. Greg's so. been over. We we dabbled with some VR, yeah. right? And like you had that first. My brother's got VR too. Yeah, and then your brother got yeah. it, so you've been playing even yeah. more. But those first initial reactions that you have when you're first getting into it, yeah. when you take the headset off and we take the headphones off, you're like, I'm in a living room. Right. Right? Yeah, this is boring. I don't yeah, like this world like, anymore. You literally are transported. It reminds this. me of that Rick and Morty episode where uh, Morty's using a, a bubble level mm-hmm. to make a shelf and then Rick's <laughs> like, this is bullshit and he makes this perfectly level platform and Morty goes on and then he just all reality is skewed to him. He's like, wants to get back on that surface that's completely <laughs> pretty much. That's what VR is like because once you're in the VR world you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. You go back to reality you're like, this 3D space that I'm in just no longer makes sense anymore. I can actually get hurt here. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I put that headset on, put the headphones on for Here We Lie, and it starts you off in uh, this sewer. Like a, almost like a London yep. subway or yeah, sewer yeah. type. You're thing. in an underground, you're, you're sloshing around. Lapitated, everything is uh, mm-hmm. torn torn up, and yeah, yeah. And where you look, like this is um, still like the very primitive, uh, I read so much about VR. They said almost everything that was created in the first year of VR is completely antiquated now. Yeah. It's like archaic, like mm-hmm. the control systems, everything. Think about, and I always compare it to people who've never experienced yeah. it, to um, controllers and especially first-person shooters mm-hmm. on console. Mm-hmm. If you remember games like Halo, that defined console shooting, yeah. right? Because you had super smooth controls. It was something you'd never seen before. It was really fluid gameplay. Right. And then you go to something like Red Faction, you're like, what is this hunky right. stuff? Yeah, right. 
I don't know. You're like, I'm going to look right. And you look halfway around you. You know what I mean? Combat evolves. Same thing is happening in VR, uh, figuring out locomotion, how to move and everything. Mm -hmm. But in this game here, we lied. You had, um, I think you played with a controller where you were looking either with your head, I can't remember it, but you had a flashlight that would show in your direction. Yeah, just, yeah. So I looked left, I looked right, I walked forward, I heard a creepy voice, and I ripped this stuff off my head. And I'm like, that's it for me? I'm done with this game? (laughs) Done with this game, I'm going to watch a Disney movie. It's funny that you said that, because I remember remember playing Halo, and then going back to, uh, I believe, Unreal Tournament 3 or 4, and I'm like, this just isn't the same. And I loved Unreal Tournament games. Those were like... You know, before Halo, that was, like, the shit for first-person, mm-hmm. like, multiplayer couch playing. And then just going back to those controls, you're like, well, this this just doesn't play right anymore. I don't want to play this. Yeah. And then gave up on, on real tournaments. I played that Here We Lie <laughs> demo many the times. Controls. Um, I really like that demo. Um, the game, just, like, the aesthetic, the atmosphere, it just kind of drew me in. But there is, um, for the most part, when you go through there, it's pretty... Uh, linear and on track, right? Like you, you just go through and you're just experiencing really freaky shit. And at the end of it, um, did you ever get to the end or no? And, the, and you're which game? Uh, here Should we this lie. be the? Oh, topic here we know. No, no, like I said, <laughs> I tore it off and I never touched that demo again. So for the most part, you can get through that. You just kind of walk through. Scary stuff can happen to you. Or just go around you. Like you get to this one point where you come to the end of this. The subway tunnel is like um, broken off, right? And it leads into this vast open area and there are floating sharks that are just kind of flying through and eventually it just ends where like the screen gets really bloody and this mod- this human with like flaming eyes comes out of the wall and kind of chases you and kills you right but there is like if you that sounds pleasant yeah yeah, yeah. but there is like a everybody should get down on that <laughs> one time I, play, I probably played that demo through probably five or six times and there was one time where i heard a voice behind me i was in this small room and there's this, like, guy with the pig mask looks exactly like the Saw movies or whatever. Yeah. And he actually came up behind me and killed me and ended the demo before I got to the end. And that was, like, it was just cool because I played it so many times and never saw that. And right. And this little demo, like, you're, like, you're, you're still surprised. So, no, no, no. So All right. No. we got to get back on topic. Yeah, here. Resident <laughs> Evil. You were talking about Resident Evil. Um, I mean, the, the end thing of Resident Evil was that Ada Wog thing. Uh, pretty much, I think, they're, like... In this photorealistic space, uh, her original character design doesn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have somebody running running around in a dress. Sure. Um, probably it looked like shit too because I still don't think they've gotten clothes mapping down exactly. Yeah. Like I was playing God of War, certain pieces of your armor that are just leather that mm-hmm. are like normally laying in cutscenes are just like sticking straight up and you're like why is that laying flat <laughs> just shit like that in video games it still exists I mean that's not you know a cut to design or anything it's just you know I think we might be still able to limitations get, to things I think we might be able to get there with like the next generation right. I think that's just a power issue because you're diverting right don't you need all these systems to be able to give those fabrics and things like that physics isn't that right right right. and it's going to depend on like you said the the power of the coding to allow that code line to go through while you're in cutscenes i mean a lot of problems i'm experiencing the witcher and this is like the final update that i've been playing through is the screen blurs in cutscenes a lot you're like watching a cutscene all of a sudden the whole screen goes blurry and you're like what's happening Mm -hmm. but that happens all the time now and i'm just like well you know that's processing power (laughs) just really quickly on the witcher have you seen any glitches in your in your playthrough the only glitches i've really ran into are people walking through things and disappearances yes uh the horse 
the horse is a major glitchy thing. Like I'll call I'll call Roach my horse, and then like a look, and I'll see Roach like standing there, and its hind legs are just pointing straight up in the air. <laughs> and then I mounted, and I'm like <laughs> going like perpendicular to the ground, mounting the horse. Yeah, I mean anybody yeah. who plays a Witcher, they probably know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, the horse's name is Roach. Yeah, there was he calls uh, every horse Roach. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, um, there was a guy carrying a box in Novigrad. Yeah, and he was carrying a box. Novigrad. Novigrad. Sorry, Novigrad. <laughs> Novigrad. Okay. It's just semantics. You're gonna, you're gonna take that from some guy who's never played Zelda. Oh, right? you oh, yeah. fucking go, <laughs> Greg. I don't even feel like you've actually played The Witcher. <sighs> I feel like you've just been watching I, some Let's Plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy was carrying a box, and he had like his legs. His legs were probably ten feet long, but they were like looped over. <laughs> and so every step he took, it just looked like he was like squatting with the world's longest legs, and just it's like Mass Effect fucking shit. So I was just gonna drop it up. Mass Effect, like people will walk away, their heads stay in place, right. <laughs> and then their neck gets really wrong, really long, and then all of a sudden the head will just disappear off the screen. You're like, okay. Yeah. I won't get too off track here, but also I bought Madden. I've been playing Madden. Yeah, glitchy, uh, very glitchy. Yeah, very glitchy. They usually are. Yeah, nothing too like I haven't experienced any glitches that turn the tide of the, the gameplay actually. But like a lot of times, I'll score a tu- if I score a touchdown or something or. Just if the play is, is over in general, <laughs> the character like your your player freezes. So instead of getting up, he just sits there and he's like do 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 do. Now like just shaking or doing weird stuff, rolling around weird. Right, like, he's f- fucking dead. Or do you guys remember uh, that video from the last Madden? That YouTube video of that guy who scored a touchdown, like just passed through a player. I think it was like the Cardinals or maybe uh, it was too bad. There's, there's so many freaking there's so out. He's like what? <laughs> <laughs> His arm just like passed through another player and scored a touchdown. There's a lot of if, yeah. If uh, if you're bored. If Look up Madden 2019 glitches. Just look up of all video game glitches. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we'll see some goofy shit. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, more news. I mean, uh, CD Projekt Red talked about Cyberpunk, which I feel we're all really excited for. Game of the Show. It's yeah, E3 2019. Oh, um, come on. They didn't really do show anything. Us more. I was hoping that they'd release some gameplay, but they show just did another demo for behind closed doors. Everybody's saying it's amazing. Uh, the world is super intricate and uh, immersive. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of hyperbole with this game, and for good reason. But it reminds me, because we were talking about Halo, and you're exactly right, that kind of set the, the standard for how we, we would play first-person games in the 10, 15 years to come. They're kind of saying that about Cyberpunk. I've read that this is going to somehow evolutionize gaming. Well, if they could make a first-person game control like a third-person game, I mean, that's amazing. Because right now, first-person, I mean, playing certain games is a pain in the ass in first-person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, Borderlands playing in first-person, amazing. But, I mean, you're taking, you're taking shots from all right. around. It's hard to find enemies. Um, that's why the third person is appealing because you have a more, you know, setback view. Right. You can see things happening around you. So I don't know how that's going to all play in a, a first person setting. Something immersive like that. Like, I are think you the coolest be thing. like you are in Witcher? Are you going right. to be having to search around? If you're in a first person view, it makes it more intense, more visceral, but it's also, is it going to inhibit you from exploring environment? Now, are you speculating or are you confirming things that you've read or heard I'm that speculating. it's going to... This is all speculation. Okay, because, I mean, I, I don't think we've seen any actual live no, gameplay. No, we haven't. Uh, but I've seen a lot of different... I watched so many different, like, interviews on this game, yeah. just trying to get as much mm-hmm. as I could, because Cyberpunk is really... 
uh, it's going to get me. It's going to yeah. get me. I love the, the I might quit my job. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> right. it's Fletcher's. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for work, Fletcher's will be hiring a bartender very soon. Very, very soon. Right around that Bucks release date. Or so spring 2019. <laughs> yeah, right? What, what um, were you going to say? I was saying the, the coolest thing that I heard about Cyberpunk is, and I had never played the board game, I believe it was. Right. It was it 2020, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, the guy that created that had said, I saw in an interview that if he could make Cyberpunk 2027 20, into a game, you know, like they're doing, he said he would change nothing from what he's seen. Right. So, like, that's the ultimate, you know, the, right. the guy who creates the yeah. source material. Right, material absolutely. Like, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing, blow our minds. Right. Um, you know, uh, just coming from, once again, all in on The Witcher right now, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how they're going to, because I'm assuming it's going to be, like, that type of world. Um, you know, a, a very RPG world yeah. in first person. Just concerned of how it's going to control. I'm sure they're figuring this out. They got it down. But, like, you know, in a first person world, when you're questing, doing stuff like that, or a third person, there's stuff happening all around you. And your vision's going to be skewed. You're not going to see that stuff. Right. It is very, very much going to be an RPG. Um, from right. everything that I've read and uh, seen. There's a guy, I can't think of his name, but if you've seen any of the interviews, he's got like a shaved head. He looks very Norse. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen like, okay. if you've seen him, I think he's like a uh, project lead or something. Um, but he, he goes into CD Project Red. He works for CD Project Red. He's, yeah. he's been, would, uh, did a lot of the, uh, the interviews in and around E3 and afterwards. But um, it's very much first person. Uh, it's very much an RPG. The um, level design is not so expansive mm-hmm. as it is um, vertical. So you'll go into these big buildings that will have multiple floors sure. um, and things for you to do. Maybe you just have like an augmented grappling hook on your arm or something. Exactly. And um, tons of vehicles, apparently. So there's definitely vehicle yeah. um, gameplay and, and things like that. But just to, we was talking about like the combat, we don't know a lot about it. I'm wondering if they're, and based on what we've seen from mm-hmm. CD Projekt Red, um, arguably though, they're, they're almost taking over the, like the RPG, like... Innovation. It used to be Bethesda, right? right? It was continuously right. innovating, and now CD Projekt Red seems to be kind of stepping up on that. Side note: you know, Take that as you will, but um, with I, with what I've seen from their games with Witcher and how that you know exploded onto um, current gen, mm-hmm. um, going into what they're doing here, arguably at the end of this life cycle, I'd really like to believe and put my faith again hyperbole here. Um, <laughs> put my faith in the fact that I think they're going to really start to leverage the systems, mm-hmm. push these systems to yeah. their max capabilities. Um, you see it a lot in the division, um, uh, where you've got this, uh, counterplay between third person to snap first person shooting. Mm-hmm. I really like that kind of combat. I like third person gameplay because it makes me feel like I'm control like, uh, more in the world. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me care more about my gear. If you get a first person game, Something like Destiny, for example, and you put your gear on and stuff, it's like... You can't see it. Right? You, know, you can't see yeah, it. Right? You, know what I mean? you can't see it, so what's the point? But then you've got something like The Division, where it's like, yeah, that's my gear, mm-hmm. right? I can see it all on me. Right. And then when I get into combat, it's very familiar first-person snap-aim combat. Same with right. uh, um, Ghost Recon. So yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to do something like that. Like, you might be first-person when you're in cover. You see yourself kind of like Deus Ex mm-hmm. right. situation. So it'll be interesting well, to see like how they do it. Well, it's like The Witcher. I can, hit, I can get some armor that's like... 30 points above what I got, but it looks lame as hell. So I'm like, I don't want that. 
I don't want to look at my character wearing this right. gaudy-ass garment right now. I'm going to keep what I got because it looks cool. Right, exactly. Any more? <laughs> yeah, so you brought up two good points that I want to talk about. Yeah. So when it was announced and the stuff in E3 comes out, um, I think just because of The Witcher, a lot of people assumed Cyberpunk would be third person, right? And there was a big kind of outcry amongst the, the fans, people waiting for this game, right. when they found out it was first person. I have no problem with it. But why do you think that is? Is it because they want to see their character... Um, is it because they're so used to The Witcher and they thought this is just going to be The Witcher in the future? Why do you think? I think, do you think that, that the expectations of a first-person shooter uh, so probably a lower graphical scale than that of a third-person game because third-person games, in my own experience, usually look better. I mean, think of all the best-looking games you can think of. They're all third-person games. Sure. I think it's because nobody's you're, really anymore saying you know Halo's the most beautiful, Call of Duty, Battlefield are the most beautiful games. It's still games like Uncharted, God of War, stuff like that. Those games are still you know heralded as the best looking games. Those, you're farther away, right? I mean, you're farther away from any you know any polygons or whatever uh, game assets that That's you're walking true, up to, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> but also looking at the background, yeah, like Mass Effect. I know you guys haven't played Andromeda as much as I have. I've beaten it. And you guys have given <laughs> up, and yet you're giving me shit. I'm playing Zelda. Uh, Mass Effect is a beautiful looking game. I mean, you look at the vistas. The Witcher is a beautiful looking game. Uncharted, God of War. Uh, the first four hours I played of God of War, I'm like, you know, this looks amazing. You look in the background, and everything is flawless. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why some people are upset with the the choice to go first person here. But I don't. I don't necessarily agree that third person games always look better. I, I do agree with the polygonal thing. Tell me a game. Tell me the best looking game. He has one. I have one too. Bioshock. Bioshock in uh, a first person world. Everything was so interesting. But that cool is to look at. stylized too. That's Battlefront not really two. It. Battlefront two. You like that? What, what first person? Like I would. I would play in third person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you have to play that game in third person and yeah. destroy lives in that game. Don't get me wrong. Bioshock if it is probably my favorite game of all time. Oh, wow. but that's a very stylized look. That's not realistic. That's not realism looking. That's you know. It's much to the fact that. That looks very cartoonish. Well, that's fine. I'm not. I, I don't think. I'm saying for realism. I mean, Cyberpunk 2077 obviously is going to be, you know, very in depth. It's going to try to emulate, you know, a real. I get what you're saying. I get what I you're get, saying too. I get what Nate's saying. I get because what you're saying that yes, it was, that game was designed, I think, for first. Person, I understand right? what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm trying to understand <laughs> what you're saying. The games that are talked about as the best, like looking games, like you look at a screenshot and you're like, holy shit. That looks almost real. Okay. You know, photorealism. You guys both told me, oh, so you're going God photorealism, of War, not God of War is like the best, right, visual looking, not, oh, this looks, you know, seamless, like you move the camera and everything's there and there's no, you know, uh, shade fucking pixelating anything that goes awry. You're, you guys telling me that you look at the screen and how detailed, how amazing, how real sure. it looks. I'm not saying the fact that it's not the best looking game because of everything that happens looks amazing. Like, you take a screenshot from your controller, you send it to somebody, they're like, oh, that's a real picture. Well, I thought you were saying that Bioshock, while you understand what I'm saying, doesn't qualify because it's a fantastic, fantastical landscape. No, no, no. I'm saying as far as... Because um, then I was going to say, well, then what about fucking Flight Simulator? Real. Uh, I'm saying <laughs> Flight Simulator has amazing graphics. As far as getting close to real life uh, graphical representation, like right. the most something looks as real as possible. 
I'm just bringing it up just just to bring it up. I, I think it's stupid that people have an issue with it. I want to add it to you because I, I think it's a, a valid question because um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of buzz about oh it's first person mm-hmm. and the outrage or whatever. Um, but I think a lot a lot of people are okay with it is because they trust CD Projekt. Oh Man. yeah, I'm okay I don't think it. they got in the <laughs> in development or like. Yeah, this isn't going to be good. No one will like this. That's I not just, their MO. Right. Yeah. I'm just confused as in, why not make both? I don't know if you guys played Metal Gear 4 or 5. You press right. a button, you switch from third person to first person. I'll give you that. I, and I think... I think that, did it, that the, game did it well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not a lot me. of games use the touchpad so much. Use the touchpad, swipe up, right. swipe left, or something that goes from one to the other. I mean, I think the argument where it makes sense to me is if you're coming from the viewpoint, well, like, look at this world that you show us in this trailer. Right. I, I would love to customize my character and see it see him or her all the time, right. you know what I mean? Like, I totally get that. But who's to say that's something, you know, I don't know. Right, it's going along with that, I read something about how you could customize the jacket you have, because they show that leather jacket, sure. oh, the yeah, yeah. glowing jacket, they're like, oh, you can customize that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's the point of customizing yeah. it if you're not going to ever fucking see it? Let's just be the one to say, if they ever make that in real life, I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah, no matter what the cost, <laughs> I would get that too. Um, <laughs> real quick, the other thing is here, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but you also brought up uh, Deus Ex. Um, so, again, a re- revolutionary, evolutionary, whatever. I've seen a lot of those words being thrown around with cyberpunk. But I thought Mankind Divided and Human Revolution, I thought those were really cool, um, really well done. I- IDOS, Montreal, I think, handles them or whatever. Um, so, you know, what are they going to do to maybe separate or, or distance themselves from something like that? Like, it, that had that, those games had so many cool ideas. Yeah. It, I mean, Time you, will tell, right? But like, you I, really can't differentiate yourself, differentiate yourself from stuff like that because it's the whole prediction of future mm-hmm. where augmentation stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say anything's derivative of anything else because it's just how everybody proceeds. It's agreed. You know, I agree. I would love to see off of Cyberpunk then play into because you took you, you said taking advantage of the system, right? Like it, yes. it's it, it's time of this life cycle, yep. and it made me think of like what they could do to do maybe like side quests or something where you have to maybe actually go on your computer and do some like some sort of i don't know go to a website and play some game where you do some sort of like dumb level hacking or maybe they play with the playstation the xbox Mm -hmm. somehow where like it it affects your it goes outside of your game somehow and like gets into your wallpaper or something you know like like maybe like an actual like showcasing like really technologically advanced aspects of this of this world bleeding it into your life somehow. If they can, right. if they are you talking like are you talking like Metal Gear, like was, switch the yeah, controller? Exactly, that's exactly actually what I thought of. Right? <laughs> right? You were saying that, I'm like, if they could do that back in oh, the PlayStation era, what yeah. kind of cool shit could they do now? You know, right. so, you know that was such it was good. It was so we, good. we we gotta start getting back on topic yeah. here. I want to switch topics here. All right. let's, we're let's, gonna pause this. I need to take a, a little break. A little uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. Yay, part two. Part two. So we're going to switch it up a little bit here. We had some plans. We're going to talk about all the games coming out for up through 2018. And we might still hit on that just a little bit, but there's so many. We're going to focus this in a little bit more. Uh, Our good friend Kyle here has played God of War. I love God of War. Greg has started to play it. Um, It is definitely my frontrunner for Game of the Year so far. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that, and then we'll cover, we'll hit Last of Us last, um, which is fitting. Um, so what do you think I'm interested? We'll get into this since we both hundred percent of it. Um, 
four hours into it, what are your thoughts? What do you like? What do you don't like? Um, <clears throat> what I don't like is the kid. <laughs> He's so annoying. Why is he annoying? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Uh, it's, I feel, because this is the topic, uh, it's a derivative of Last of Us, where the kid is kind of emulating Ellie, where the commentary, the back and forth, you, you see, what's the kid's name? <laughs> He has no, Atreus. Atreus, he's like... Or is that, that his name? What? I don't know. Uh, ooh. Ooh. He's like, what's that up there? And then, you know, I'll give you a little dialogue piece. Oh, I want to do this. Mom told me to do this. It's just like, shut the fuck up. I just, <laughs> just fucking shoot arrows at who I tell you to, and let's get on with the game. If you've played God of War through to completion, and you're listening to Greg talk about this, it's important to know that he does not have children. And please don't slap him in the face <laughs> when you see uh, him. Do you, do you guys have children? <laughs> no, I do not have children. You're right, but um, I am not having those same complaints. I no, not, not He's just all. annoying me thus far. Thus far. So there was only one point in the story where he got annoying for me, and that was by design. There's a part in God of War mm-hmm. where... Um, yeah, a little bit. I won't get. I won't get into too much. But for the most part, he's pretty agreeable, right? You you get this, you get this notion that Kratos is the, you know, well, just you, touch his back already. Every cutscene, he's like putting his hand closer to his shoulder. It's like just fucking touch him. Well, <laughs> he doesn't know how to connect with this kid. And there's if you Ugh. if you played God of War one through three, there's no reason that he would have any idea how to be. Um, Boy, the man rips Minotaur heads in half. Right. I mean, he's, Easy he touches his back; he's gonna explode his chest. Right. Um, Boy. So he's cold. He's cold, sure, but you know, you know, he cares for his son. Um, but there is there is a part in there where, by design, Atreus gets a little bit out of hand. He gets a little bit cocky, yeah. and he starts kind of being a brat. And yep. that was the only time he annoyed me. And I think he was supposed to do that. I think the relationship they have is extremely enduring. Um, he's, he's trying, they're trying to find that bond, you know, toward the end. Yeah, I, I get, I get the, the need for it in a narrative sense, but it's just scenes where, like, after he kills his first human, like, you gotta keep on coaxing him to walk further and further and throw down a chain so you can climb up. It's like, come on, this is, like, five minutes of him, like, boy, you killed a human, get over it, uh, put it, push it out of your heart. It's just like, yeah, I get it. It's a like an eight-year-old kid who killed somebody, <laughs> but I'm here to play the game. Like, <laughs> this is taking a long time. Right. I want to ask. I want to ask Greg if I can, uh, without too much spoiler. I mean, four hours, and that's not really a spoiler. It's it's almost a demo. Right. Where are you exactly? Uh, I just opened up uh, the gate um, off of the lake. Where you meet the second brother of <coughs> I don't know if they're trolls the the oh, guys who you met the Sindri Brock yeah. and Sindri yeah. oh okay you just I just met the second brother okay so and the, he Sindri. just fixed the, the, my the non blue guy right. where, where do you meet Sindri again where is he um, is oh, after you open up the bridge off of the Lake of Nines I think yeah Lake of Nine oh and you're going up towards yeah I, I just <clears throat> met the second brother and he just fixed my axe yes. Okay, good. All right. So, I mean, and feel free to chime in. I think the the dichotomy between Kratos and Atreus is awesome. Um, and I think every character in that game is extremely interesting, right? Especially Brock. Yeah, Brock and Sentry are like, they're hard, they're hard not to like. Um, yeah, Brock is, is super awesome. He's I'm just loving the axe physics. 
Oh man, that axe! Yeah. Like I just spent like I think five minutes, like how far I could throw my axe. <laughs> I mean, in every God of War game, right? Like, like arcing it to like try to hit things in the distance. Yeah, yeah. And just run away from it. Just right. forget it. The most I have forgotten it a bunch of times. I'm like, where the fuck is my axe? And I'm trying to battle <laughs> people. I'm like, oh yeah, I had to call it back. Yeah. The most impressive thing to me is God of War is like one of my favorite franchises, and it it makes its living off making you feel like a badass, right? right. Like killing hundreds of people in one fight or hundreds of demons, whatever, um, in, in one fight. And to take that main weapon away, the chains of Olympus or whatever, um, and to put you in, you know, unknown territory with this axe and make you feel even more badass is just like, that was it for me. I, I won't, I won't tell you what other weapons you get in the game, mm-hmm. but you eventually you do get other weapons. Right. And, I never wanted to leave the X. I, I really didn't either. It was so uh, just personal, mm-hmm. visceral, yeah, and brutal. I mean, for lack of a better like word, it right. was just a. It's a brutal weapon, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, just the the play between bare hand, bare hand combat, mm-hmm. and axe combat. Mm-hmm. It's just like. He, my, I remember playing and like being in these combat modes and just my head is swimming like, what do I want to do next? What mm-hmm. do I want to do next? And like, you end up just flowing through combat anyway. And mm-hmm. it's going to take hours. It took me about 10, 12 hours before I was really just like, I, I knew everything that I was going to do. There are some bosses, uh, Greg, that you will come up to that will really test your, your metal. Yeah. Um, you have to exploit every aspect of the game and that's what makes the game yeah. great. It's not just a hack and slash, right? It is. For my, like, you want to go through the story? Probably hack and slash your way through the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to an extent, you're going to find some, some times where you're yeah. going to die. You're going to die and you're going to figure it out and then you're going to get through it. But you want to tackle some of the bosses uh, that you have in the game, some of the, the side knowns, you're going to be tested, even on regular difficulty, mm-hmm. and that's what makes the game fantastic. Right. I think that's why I'm struggling to get into it, because, like like I said, my, my figures are configured right now to The Witcher, so I was having a hard time adjusting to the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I just give up playing The Witcher, <laughs> because I'm not going to do three hours. Take it from somebody who has 400 hours logged in The Witcher 3, because yeah. that is not an exaggeration. <laughs> I have 400 hours in that exactly. game, like, and I'm not close to beating it. Right. I have my inventory is full. I probably have, I don't know, uh, a thousand like things. I just go into houses and I just take everything. Yeah. Because yeah, they change the inventory system. But take it from me. Don't stop playing The Witcher. Just get... Plow through that game and then go to God of War because if you forget the Witcher controls, you're not going to go back. It's it's tough. Right. Well, the cool thing is, even if you 100% God of War, there there is an end game, right? Like you can, right. uh, you're not going to spend 400 hours. Right, on and it. that's what I like. I like a <clears throat> I like a story more than a, a sandbox of a plethora of things to do. I think um, I like God of War, like we were talking about on the break of the transition between cutscene to fight uh, to area to area. Um, you're not bogged down with loading, loading screens, you know, too long of cutscenes. All the cutscenes seem to work seamlessly into the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it never really feels like it takes you out of gameplay and then you have to watch, you know, like an hour long cutscene and then get back into gameplay. Right. So that part is fun. Um, the upgrading. Um, like any game, it seems a little much at first, but as soon as you start doing it, it's pretty seamless. Yeah. The only, um, with upgrading, and this isn't really spoilers, but eventually you get to, you know, it's Norse, Norse mythology, so eventually you get to go to the Lake of the Nine, and that X is your central hub for right. that world. You've and been there. 
Yes, and you get to access, not all, but uh, various other realms. So you'll go to uh, Helheim. Niflheim, Jotunheim. Niflheim. Um, you do eventually get to Jotunheim. Um, um, obviously Midgard. Uh, right. But so on and so forth. So some of these realms, I think, of the nine, I think there's, what, three that you don't access? Is that right? Um, I think at least three. Yeah, there's there's Svartalheim you never get to. Svartalheim. Valheim or whatever. Valheim. Is it if it's Valheim. But anyway. But yeah. Um, two of those realms, Muspelheim, which is kind of like as hell as we know it, hot and lava and, and shit all over. And Niflheim, which is like this world that is a is uh, poisonous, covered in poisonous gas. Those are side areas that you never really have to deal with or touch. Right. Um, they just solely make your character better and, and get you trophies and like do tasks or right. whatever. The only time, and and most games I would hate this, but Niflheim, when you get to that, you can spend doing everything in there. You probably spend an extra eight to ten, maybe even longer than that, hours. I was in there for hours. Yeah. I, I did the whole thing. So it's a maze, and it's not a big maze, but it's covered in poisonous gas, so you only have so much time you can spend each time in there, and then whenever you, you, you loot and you get all these chests, and then when you leave... It's procedurally generated. Yep, yep. And when you leave and come back, these chests respawn. So there's there's basically a certain amount of money, we'll say, that you have to accrue to to do everything and fight every enemy in there. Um, and I never wanted to stop. Like that's grinding yep. to a T. And a lot of times, I, I hate that. Um, I was I knew once once I walked into Niflheim, I'd be spending a lot of time in there. And the same feeling, man. Yeah, and the same I, feeling. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Right. And then I started doing. It, I'm like. All right, now I'm addicted, and I just kept right. doing it because you—it's—it's it's cool because the loot system. Most games you get loot, mm-hmm. and it's just loot to help you progress the game. Mm-hmm. This one, you get loot that you use in that realm that helps you do better. Yep. Yep. So, like, you're getting loot. Um, I, I don't want to, like I said, I don't really want to spoil. But you it, get but armor that slows down the poisonous effects, right? Exactly, so it exactly. allows you to stay in there longer. Um, but that armor, the best—it's like a cash grab. It's like a like a shopping spree. Basically, you go in, you fight as much as as you can. Um, the longer you can stay in there, the better the overall rewards you'll get. Um, you can go through the whole maze, right, and clear out everything for the most part. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're super, if you're super BA, you can you can get that done. But yeah. um, for the most time, I would get there's two side sections when you go through that maze. I've been going off on a tangent here. There's two side sections that have bigger bosses than the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I would normally get one. I would never really be able to get both. But I have I've completed the whole maze once or twice. Yeah. Um, but that was probably only after I killed the Valkyrie. Yeah, it's, it's not like I went in and killed the Valkyrie and then did everything else. You know what I mean? But I just loved it. I think it spoke to kind of how awesome that game was. In any other game, I'd be like, this... I don't know if I would have finished that in, in other games where it just wasn't as interesting to me, you know? I agree. I, I don't, I've never really gone on into, I'm trying to think of other games that have systems like that. It really doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I would have the same feeling, right. honestly. Um, um, what my, I could say my takeaways from the game thus far are, yes, Atreus is annoying, but I like the fact that he doesn't have a health bar that I know of. So it's no. not like you have to court him through the whole game, which is like the worst part <clears throat> in any video game in my senses where you have a character and they have a health gauge, like an NPC, you have a health gauge and you have to take care of that fucking character. <laughs> you can't it's so it. annoying in any game. I hate that. Right. I'm glad they didn't include that because otherwise that kid would have been dead like 20 times so far in my, my experience because right. right. I just kind of leave him to his thing and don't really care about him. Um, and obviously the graphics, it looks amazing. 
he can get scooped up or something. I, I, he got scooped up a couple times, but I don't know what happens. I always saved him, and I, I never. I don't know if they run off and the game ends. You know what I'm talking about, or because um, he can get picked up or whatever, and then like it, he says he's in danger or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, I never to let to, and I've always gotten him out of it. Right, yeah. I picked up or not. I don't know what happens if you don't get him. I'm yeah. pretty sure that would be like end game if you don't save him. Yeah, I don't know if they would probably stop or what happens then, or how long it takes, but. Yeah. Um, I can. I guess one thing I can understand if you're just starting to play Atreus, it, it, when you level him up, he becomes invaluable. He gets some really cool powers. Oh yeah, I mean I've already been leveling him up more. Like I'd say as equally as I'm leveling myself up, um, just because of your guys's you know commentary on it, knowing that he's important. So I've been doing that you know knowledgeably, but mm-hmm. I, I just like I said. Yeah, I think I think Greg's gonna come around on this one. I really do. I I'm I don't know. I'm gonna remain hopeful. If he I'm if looking he, at him, if he doesn't, I'm going to be I'm gonna be worried. So he far, does. his value just seems to be <laughs> annoying. There's an arc commentary, and that's part of the yeah. that's part of the game. He almost didn't even make it into the game. Really? Yeah, he almost didn't make it into the game. I just love the meme. I think uh, they, and I'm Kratos. It's it is this meme. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, where it's like Kratos. He's got his hands held together and it is staring at Atreus and then it's like, well, you can't remember your son's name. And then he's like, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, again, that kind of speaks to their relationship. You know, obviously he knows his name and um, right. he just doesn't care. Once again, <laughs> I get, all, for all intents and purposes, the narrative of it, and that's, you know, that's right. the, the plot of the game is you're taking the ashes to the mountain, and it's a boy's mother. Boy. Uh, so I get it. I get the need for it. It's just, so far, I haven't seen the appeal to him. But I get that it's going to come, and I have to wait. Yep. In many ways, the progression of the game isn't really even about Kratos' story. Right. The, what what makes you feel like you're progressing in the mm-hmm. game is how how much you get to learn about your son mm-hmm. and how that adventure right. the and two of you have together. the world itself if you want to put the time in I mean you can learn so much about that world um, that was another thing I really liked if, at the end of that game I'm not going to spoil anything but at the end of that game it becomes very clear that that's not Kratos' story that's Atreus' story right so right. and um, it becomes kind of clear that going forward. Atreus is going to have a big part of you know a big part of uh, the story going going ahead. So and Kratos arguably right? You well, of course you would think so. So many I unanswered mean, questions. <laughs> what unanswered questions do you have about Kratos? Well, I would like I'd like to see, and I'm sure. So Corey Balrog, he I believe he was the lead on God of War two, um, and then I think I think he did three or no no he didn't do this. Stig Osmussen did three, um, but. Corey Barlock came back for this one. Obviously, the the franchise is in his hands now, just given the success of this game. Uh, and he said he had f- ideas for five more God of War games. Woo! One of them, I'm Sign sure, yeah, take right. my money. So, one of them, you would think, has to be how he got to Scandinavia, right? So yeah, exactly. That's my biggest one, like, right? Why are that he at the end at the end of three spoilers, he fights Zeus. Um, they both they kind of both make it look like they die. Um, but you see a blood trail fall off the mountain, right? And and after the credits roll or whatever, then somehow in between him being on top of Mount Olympus, he makes his way up to Scandinavia, meets his wife, and has a kid and blah, blah, blah. So what's the story there? Um, 
And then, you know, obviously just where does it go? Again, I'm not going to spoil anything on the ending, but you, you, you see, you get an idea of where the series is headed. It's open. It's wide open. Right. But you get an idea, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you, you see. I'll say you say vis- you, you see visions of what is of what is going to possibly be be coming in the next couple of games. Right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the whole sense of that, you know, it, it's just the old gods, the first taking place in you know Rome, Greece, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and obviously then Norse mythology, and then there's you know I think I've read something about like Egyptian stuff heading there, um, just like the whole old gods of the world. Yeah, well, see, it's hard to... Right. I don't know why we're not making this... A, a God just, of War episode? Well, no, I just... Oh. I, I want to talk... I think, I think I'm going to do away with some... Spo- like, I'm just going to say some spoilers here because I want to talk about stuff. So. I mean, if you haven't played God of War yet, so maybe too, Greg, what are you doing? hold off and talk about this more in depth after I maybe beat it? I will, I will say this. Because um, we still have to talk Last of Us and we're pushing yeah. it over. Well, let me say this. Another question that I'd like to see answered, I'm sure they will play into it, there are, even though this is Norse, Norse mythology, there are scenes in here where characters from Kratos' past show up. Um, and and they definitely don't seem to, to say that that's going to be stopping anytime soon. So I'm sure in future games I'd love to see more of those characters come back. Um, Indeed. I don't know. It just, I think we I, all do. I loved God of War at the end of the day. I remember finishing it, being up on the, the mountain of Jotunheim or whatever, and I was bummed that it was over, right? So, yes. like, I wanted to play so much more. They just had New Game Plus. I'll probably jump back into it um, when you're finished with my game <laughs> and um, play it over and over again. How so, long is the story? I mean, what did you guys, you know, how much time you logged? I would say I probably put in 40 hours to do everything. All right, so I'm not. I don't know if I'm over 100 or under. I don't know. I don't know if I'm over or under, but like I said, I, I went to Platinum and then I stopped. Mm-hmm. And I still want to put it back in uh, because someone, uh, I want to throw the disc back in because someone told me that there's still some after game stuff that I miss that pushes the story along a little bit further. So, um, like, no spoilers, but it, it, it does follow suit of, I would say, like, those in house, like, PlayStation yeah. uh, games, like Naughty Dog. Like, even after you're done, they give you a little bit more. Right? See, right? I don't know, though, because I think when I 100%ed it, there was really nothing left. There was that extra scene. Did you get the platinum? Yeah. Okay. And there was that extra scene. I killed all the Valkyries and everything, but there's that extra scene in their cabin, and then somebody shows up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, the only extra thing you can do is no, you have to go no, back. No, because I don't think I did that. I didn't oh, go back to the cabin. To, they said to go, go back. back to your house. All right. So all that's right. what I have to but do. But there's not... I mean, that's it shows you It shows you what's going to be probably happening in, in the next one. Well, then no, 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 I'm so. just going to go see it. I'm going to go do this one. Yeah. Sorry to everybody. You could obviously hear Kyle making food in the back. Just so you know that <laughs> that's what that's what those noises are that you're hearing. Vegan vegan food is loud. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, everything was awesome. Uh, I it is easily my game of the year, if not the past many years. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Excited to hear your thoughts when you're finished. Right, which probably will be sooner than later because I I'm okay. in school. School's full swing, so I don't know how many hours I could log in on The Witcher anymore. If you don't like God of War, we're going to have a podcast where we're just not, not talking to each other. We're going to be, <laughs> you're going to do a podcast where we don't speak. Yeah, we're, not, we're just <laughs> going to be a sit there with my arms crossed. Right. <laughs> so, we'll see. All right. Um, got to do a movie news. Not much in the, the world of movies this week. Um, I think the, the big things were 
Tom Hardy signed on to do three Venom movies, which wow. that's a hefty contract, not knowing how the first one's going to do. Idris Elba said he's not going to be James Bond. Danny Boyle left James Bond. Mm-hmm. The big front runner people are pushing for is now Edgar Wright to do James Bond, um, which would be a really weird, a really weird James Bond movie. If he does forbid Mission you know, Impossible. Edgar Wright. No, I, I I read that the Mission Impossible director was the front runner for for follow, the guy that did Fallout. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Which one is Edgar Wright? Edgar Wright does. Uh, like the Cornetto trilogy. Um, also, Guardians of the Galaxy put on hold. Right, which... Yep. Uh, what? It's been put on hold with the whole James Gunn thing. Well, mm. the, what yep. the newest news was in, in Gungate, whatever we want to call this, <laughs> is that they're retaining him as a writer, which pretty much, I'm assuming they're just using his... Plot for the movie, a right. script for the movie. Now, Edgar Wright's most famous movie is obviously the Cornetto Trilogy, which Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, oh, okay. World's End. He also did Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim. Baby Driver was awesome. Yeah. I so I guess that's Baby a front runner for, for that now. Um, yeah, that's all I really had for movie news. All right. Well, let's get into... Main topic. The main, main topic. topic an hour show. in. <laughs> the Last of Us. Last of Us. Um, revered, <laughs> maybe, what people say is the best game of our generation. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's certainly in my top ten. Number, number one for Last of Us 1? Yeah, a lot of people think Last of Us is the best game. Um, not solely yeah. for gameplay, but as far as the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got everything you need right it's up right. there of this multiple game of game of the year winner or which yeah, is game of the year winner when it was probably my favorite game that has an npc that follows you through most of the game <laughs> that isn't super annoying i mean the certain interactions with ellie that just make that game right. um what it is right. and then I'll, i should say a non-playable character because you do play as her for a little bit which is a, a really good part of the game right. uh when you go to the cannibal town that I think uh, the guy's name was David, the cannibalist leader. Mm, I can't remember that. Where's that? Oh, uh, you play as Ellie after oh, Joel gets her. Oh, yeah. You play as her, and then you meet in like the forest. Oh man! I but I mean, forgot that the whole part of the game. Naughty Dog, yeah, of course they That's do. Eastern Colorado, such an awesome job of, of building their relationships and their yeah, characters. Yeah, David. David is the cannibalist leader. So it's hard not to. It's not. It's, it's easy to see why you like. Ellie and, and Joel's interaction so much. I mean, the characters that Naughty Dog puts out are second to none, right? Right. Like they do a great job. So. Right. Um, that game had a, a great mix. I mean, coming off of, like, playing Uncharted, it plays a lot like an Uncharted game. Obviously, it's the same developer, so the controls are a lot. I mean, you forget, you know, some of the same tones. I think, like, when there's a certain thing for you to look at, it makes mm-hmm. that noise in Uncharted. I think Last of Us uses that same noise when you, like, press L3 and okay. then, like, you know, it pans the camera to something happening to look at. Was it Uncharted 2, I thought? Or I can't remember if 3 was out before Last of Us came out. But there was some scene in a bar where Drake is in, and there's a paper clipping up on the wall, and it's talking about the spread of a virus in, like, some town with, with ants, the Cordyceps virus or yep. whatever it's called. Yeah. And that's, like, it connects the two universes there, and then it's, like... <laughs> right. No, I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah, I remember that. that. Was two, yeah. or th- two or three. I, right, I, I think it was two. Was it? Yeah, it seems like Last of Us 1 must have come out before Uncharted 3. Don't you think? I think so. I don't know. Uh, the guy who played, actually, I just looked this up, David, the cannibal leader, 
is Nolan North, the guy who does Nathan oh. Drake's voice. But he does like almost all of video game mocap. <laughs> right. He does like half, half of the characters you see. Right. But he's also <clears throat> Nathan Drake's voice. Um, but Kyle, you are the Mega Last of Us fan here. You saw the E3 trailer for two. Tell us all your hopes, dreams for the game, what you liked about the trailer. What do you think? Uh, where is it going? So for number two, a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Very confused um, as to the setting, where we're at. Where's Joel? I don't know. There's a lot of speculation yeah. on that. Yep. Right. There's well, like, I mean, he's mentioned in the trailer. Is he though? Yeah. She, well, she. Uh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. He says so, your dad or something. Yeah, your old man. She your says old man. Your old man. Yeah. Um, had a lot to say, right? But if you remember, doesn't he leave her? Doesn't Joel leave her with his brother? No, I, I don't think that is it implied that he leaves at the end of the first game. Yeah, I think he brought her to he brought her to a settlement. What was right. that settlement where he brought her? Billy's. Yeah, I remember that's like kind of where the end of the game takes place. Yeah, I, I don't think it's brother. implied that he leaves. Yeah, Bill okay. is his brother, right? But, I mean, I guess no, th- there's a mystery. A, oh, Tommy. Because Tommy's his brother. Tommy, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Was Tommy bad? Was he... No, Tommy wasn't bad. Oh, he, he wasn't bad. Like, no. They were just doing their own thing. Okay. I thought they were, right. they were looking out Because he had a themselves. wife and stuff. And, uh, I thought they were that, part of the people that, that town wanted. at the dam. He's the one who wanted Joel and them to stay with them right. instead of going on with their Right. Going on with the mission to find the fireflies. Right. Well, if you guys remember, I don't know if you've even seen this, but before the E3 trailer came out, I think even last year, they had like a... Just kind of a... Uh, no gameplay trailer where it was Ellie sitting on a bed in a house where yeah 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 the, the original she was, teaser yeah she was playing guitar yeah. playing the guitar mm-hmm. and after that trailer came out it was heavily implied and a lot of people still think that Joel's going to be a ghost or he's going to be dead you know right. he said that this game is purely a revenge quest for Ellie to get back at whoever, you know. There was a lot of speculation. Right. They're like, he wasn't really there. Um, people said that he wasn't really there, mm-hmm. uh, that she was out on her own, and that she was just imagining him, mm-hmm. you know, maybe singing, I don't thinking know about that. I know, it's, I, it's weird, man. It's weird. But. I don't know how they're going to, they would do that because so much of the game you do play as Joel. I think we can leave it that it's very and all interesting. all these other characters, like how, because Sam and what was the other guy's name? Had interactions with Joel. Well, another thing too with this with the new trailer is um, there's that scene. Sam and Henry. There's that scene that uh, takes place where that guy is. Um, he hangs that woman, uh, and he's gonna like cut her belly or whatever. Right. Uh, that was like even a gameplay or a trailer before this this last E3. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of talk that that was Ellie's mom by chance, and that this game is going to be mm-hmm. doing a lot of back and forth. Time traveling type stuff. Interesting. Um, so you, maybe you're maybe you're playing as different characters. You know, maybe it's more of like an episodic. You know, right? You play as Ellie. You play as the mom, or who knows? I forgot about that, Joe. So yeah. there's been three then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that middle one, and that then, uh, that one where that one with Ellie's mom. If it is, if it is the mom, that was super cool. That was a sweet. That was a sweet trailer all around. You're like, right. Holy shit, I mean, when the, is... the trailers came out, a lot of people had a lot of negativity about them. Because they're like, oh, you know, these trailers are way too brutal. They hasn't earned any of this. And uh, I questioned that because I'm like, did you play the first one? So if you played any of the first Last of Us, right. yeah. It's a fucking apocalyptic world. Right. These trailers do earn what they're right. showing because right. it's a brutal world. And mm-hmm. that's an interesting point of the first games is that the humanistic, the humans on the side of the first game are way more 
violent and brutal than mm-hmm. you know any clicker or any other uh, character that you come up against. You know, it's showing the downfall of humanity. Right. Which I mean, I don't think it, any of the trailers that showed yeah. any zombie or whatever you want to call it infected. Did they? Um, I'm pretty sure it was all human. Trying to think, yeah, I think because in that scene where Ellie's running through, you know, she's in like the gas station or whatever. Right. And, yeah, that's yeah, all. I, can, I think it's only yeah. They, I think they're called cordyceps, aren't they? Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, showed any of that. But that's what you know. I hope they take it to an even darker place because if you remember in the first one. Everyone always talks about that scene where they stop and they those drafts walk by or whatever, right? right? So I mean that's what that's what makes it, it beautiful, right? Like you're right. in this just total hell hell hole of a world that's gone to shit, and you still have stuff like that that happens. So the, you know the darker they can take this one, the more opportunities there are for scenes like that. Um, sure. Um, and I think you're going to get some of that levity every once in a while. Right. I think that's no Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog isn't going to just punish you into this world of darkness. There'll be jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be there'll be some lighthearted moments. There'll be some very human moments. That's what they do. Um, is Ellie? Uh, does she does she like girls? I forget how this works because I never played the DLC. Seems like it. Uh, I, I mean, because I tra- don't know. I, I'm in that trailer, sure. they, well, in the trailer, she kisses that uh, right. Well, Dana, Dana, right? Dana, right? Yep. Um, so you know, I don't know if that's. I mean, I don't know if it was a relationship figure. Her Maybe that's just how you say hello in the future. Apocalypse. I don't know. Right, you get what you can get. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, I, I'm. You know, I'm interested to see what kind of relationship she has. If Joel is alive, um, you know, does he have a flame or anything like that? Uh, I mean, again, a naughty dog game, right? You want to see where these characters go, so, right? Um, so. Yeah, I mean, so on that on that part, so the beginning, I, w- I just want to talk about that since we're talking about that that mm-hmm. scene from the, the most recent trailer. Um, I was really kind of looking at that, uh, that whole opening scene where they're dancing and, mm-hmm. and hanging out. Is like, is that going to be a social hub? Like, is there going to be, like, a base of operations? Because remember yeah, the yeah, first game? Right. The first game was a full-on quest, you know? Mm-hmm. We're moving, we're keeping, you know, we keep moving, um, kind of walking dead style. Mm-hmm. But is this going to be more or less, like, you live there now, like you have friends and companions, and you have missions that you do. Right. I mean, is, you know what I mean? Is this, or are Tommy's, you going to be living there, and right. then the game will pick up, and then like now you have to go out and go somewhere, and then you just you're taken right. away from everything. That's I mean, going. I think it's safe it's to say that it's not going to be like the last game. They probably are going to incorporate, you know, stuff like God of War or things like that, where you do now have more of an open world feel. It's not going to be essentially open world, but you can take different paths, do different missions at different times. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of it being open world per se, but yeah, it'd be interesting right. if they had a hub that's not something that Naughty Dog has ever really, that I can think of in, in right. games done done before. Right. Um, Which I don't know if I'm necessarily in favor of that. I would kind of like, you know, something more on rails, more story than like, let's go here and then stop doing this mission and I can go back and then go back and then go to a different area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that just kind of takes away from the whole narrative kind of just chop it up like that. I mean, might- not to say that you can't make it into a good game like you guys are saying. God of War story is good and obviously right. that's a part of that game. Not to say that it can take away from that. It's just, I would like it to see more of the same, more of what I could see happening is a linear story as opposed to like a central hub. Maybe it's something like Horizon Zero Dawn where there's maybe different Cities Areas, or whatever, right. yeah, that that serve as places where, right. you know, a refuge where you just talk and learn and maybe, yeah, maybe take on more missions from these different areas as opposed to always just going back to one soul. Right. Camp. Um, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. 
I, th- I think from everything I read, it takes. It looks like it's going to be. Well, again, who knows if it's going to go through different time points or whatever. But it looks like it's taking place, and from what we've seen, mostly in Seattle, the Seattle area out west there. Okay. Um, I can't remember the first one if, if that had a locale. Um, well, they're on the other side there. of the country. In the first game, are they going through Pittsburgh? Well, yeah, but then you get through, like I said, in, like, New York Colorado. Yeah, oh, that's right. And they're right. going out west. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. so. wasn't that where the last location was? Wasn't it Washington or Oregon or something where you end up? I thought maybe you might be right. Yeah. You might be right on that. Could be. I'm going to have to go back and play, play remaster. I think we all have to. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> it's been, what, five yeah. years? That's what I, I hope they... Um, I hope they do something like that too. Like, and in more games, they should do this where they just kind of recap and bring it back up to speed. You know, mm-hmm. right? Um, They're gonna have to do something, but I suppose that's what the interwebs is for, or or pack the first game in. Yeah, <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Um, just hoping for those of you that haven't played it yet. What do you think? Uh, okay, so the cool thing about the E3 trailer, it looked like some really vicious, intelligent, oh, yeah. brutal. And that last trailer was amazing. That gameplay just looks awesome. It looks like it's really going to put you to task to, to outsmart your enemies, right? It looks like the AI is pretty incredible for the humans. Um, what kind of... Do you think they'll introduce new types of... I mean, I'm sure they will. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Is, I just watched it again today yeah. to, to prepare. So, I mean, I was looking at... I'm a huge gore guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that one part where um, Ellie gets away, takes an arrow or a gunshot... Um, to the arm, gets away, goes to the weeds, and gets under the car. Right. But she's oh, under yeah, the yeah. car. Um, I, if you watch it, she shoot that, the one girl is looking for it, and she dips down, and she shoots her right in the face, like right under her eye. And yeah. like when her head <laughs> falls down, this blood pouring out of her face. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, You're man. You're just all stoked, huh? Or like, <clears throat> to, to put that level of detail in, it's not, it's not about the gore. Like, it's really not, but like, it really, that for me, in a game like, uh, mm-hmm. like this, it, it really, amps up the fear factor mm-hmm. like yeah. you're just like these are real people this is right. real stuff and it's just it's very going back to what i was talking about a lot of the challenges in morality the dyspeptic feel about people's reactions to the the trailers are that the gore centric nature of it and it's like well it's not really about the gore that's just a part of the story that's a part of the world that they're you know, in we've made it a thing in these podcasts to make up a word during it. What did you say? Dyspeptic. That's not a made up word. Dyspeptic. Dyspeptic. Yeah. What is the meaning of that? Well, you know what? Let's make this an educational podcast. Here. Dyspeptic means like hard to swallow. Uh, uh, you, you, you're familiar with like peptid AC that's to like yeah. settle your stomach. Yeah. Dyspeptic Pe- Pepsi. Right. <laughs> like uh, yeah, dyspeptic. Like hard to swallow. Okay. Uh, it's upsetting. Um, so on that line. All right. Well, there you go. The more you know. Do we have? Can you can you put that sound in here? Do 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 do. Yeah, I can do that. I'm not going to awesome. do that. That's, that takes a lot of it. Real quick before I forget, I want to tell I want to talk about something really interesting, Naughty Dog related. I read an article a couple months ago that they came out and said that when you're playing the Uncharted games, and I think you probably had saw this, that when Nathan Drake gets shot, he's actually never oh, yeah. taking bullet damage. Yeah, he's just luck. running out of luck, yeah. and then when he finally runs out of luck, the moment he gets shot, he dies. Right. Well, that was kind of funny. Though. I like I like that. I like yeah, that yeah, yeah, a lot. There's a lot of uh, negative comments on that too, but I like. You know, that adds something neat to the game. But I feel like that's weird because, you know, it's like when you get shot, it's like, ah, oh, or, you right. know, like, so it's like, oh, shit, my luck. Ah. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, funny to think about. But anyway. But no, that's, no, no, that's neat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, and, you know, to, I wanted to say what you're talking about shooting that 
the enemy in the eye and stuff. Yeah. It also shows like how hardened Ellie is getting, right? Like, right. Oh yeah. Just she's she's ultimate. She's just. Ultimate I mean, do you guys remember? Says, like, she sh- you should be terrified of her. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, first time good. playing Last of Us, you're like, holy shit, this game is brutal mm-hmm. as fuck. I mean, the first time you come in contact with like any other humans that you start fighting, and the way they do. Uh, I don't know what you want to call them, real-time events or button-mashing scenes. It's just, you know, it doesn't feel like other games where you're like, not this again. Every time, every iteration of it is, you know, it's so fucking encompassing. It gets you so, like, your heart starts beating when you're in that moment and you're, like, trying to fight off a guy who's on top of you. It's It's calm and chaos. The whole game, calm and chaos. Like, you're just like... But every time it's calm and you come up on a new, like, settlement, you're like... Man, she's about to get real. <laughs> it's, it's like two AM. It's dark. Dude, this is this is fucking a little much, right? Now. You don't know if something's gonna come at you or if you're gonna have to infiltrate. I mean, when like just... a clicker bites your neck and you see Ooh. that your skin start pulling off, you're like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I think it's fair to say that the future is bright for the Last of Us franchise. Yeah, right? I can't so, wait for Last of Us two. When does it come out? Do we know? Or when is it slated? Early 2019? Late 2018? I don't think it's this year. No. No, no, it's not this year. Gotta be next year. It has to be a fall game for next year. Because I'm pretty sure PlayStation and their E3 press conference, they did um, that. They had that... um, Samurai game from oh, Ghost of Sucker Punch, Ghost of Tsushima. Not wait. They did. What were the other two? They focused on for oh, Spider Man, Spider Man. And then what was their other? Days Gone. Oh um, no, um, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. So and I Days Gone has to come out before the last of us. Yeah, there's a release date for last of us. I think with all those games, with the exception of Spider Man, which comes out next week, we'll be talking about it. I think all those games are slated for 2019. So no one's talking about Days Gone, huh? I'm actually looking forward to that game. I mean, it looks the only reason probably. I'm excited about that game is because I believe that is from the studio that made um, Siphon Filter. Yeah, Siphon the old Filter. Siphon yeah. filters, and uh, those games are really cool. Siphon Filter. Is that how you say it? <laughs> is it Siphon Filter? I'm pretty sure everybody says Siphon, siphon filter. filter. Isn't it S Y? It is S Y. So. So I always thought it was Siphon. Right. <laughs> siphon filter. You're getting me a little uh, dyspeptic. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to comment on solacisms here. Hey, you want to make fun of me for pronouncing words? <laughs> Go to the Podbean page and see how Greg spells just the word movie. Um, Did I spell movie wrong? I had to correct it, so now I can't see it. <laughs> in the main, in the main how do you spell it? He spelled it M O or M O I V E. Nice, Moives or something like that. Uh, like, that's a different way of Greg, saying it. Greg talks Moives today on the podcast. <laughs> Eighteen minutes of. Oh, let me tell you, when, when I edit this shit, it's like two, three hours. So then, by the time I put it in caption, I just don't every give time a shit I, anymore. Every time I see you on a post on Podbean, I'm like, why doesn't he just tell me to? To, to put it up or to, to write this stuff because it's like it's like reading uh, it's like I'm dyslexic I'm like, uh, I'm fucking yeah reading. man like I said it's usually like sometime <laughs> Sunday night when I get done editing this shit and I just can't be bothered to right, <laughs> just yeah. put um, more into writing captions for this shit because then after it I go through and I timestamp everything so it's like you know at 45 minutes we talked about this so I'm just done with it by the time captions come around bonus question do you guys remember the uh, protagonist name of Siphon Filter oh jeez I think I do I never got a chance to play that game oh talking PlayStation 1 again here I'm gonna say it's Gabe Logan 
think that's right. I think that's right. I could be totally wrong, but I think it's Gabe Logan. Anyway, anything else that you want to talk about with Last of Us? Um, it is Gabe Logan, by the way. It is Gabe yeah, Logan. Awesome. I have to confirm that. So, uh, I don't know. I, I was just going to kind of give my drops for uh, my like top three uh, fall games since we're going into that season. Hit Unless you want to do that another time? No, well, g- get in and quick. So I'm definitely looking forward to Red Dead. That's probably that. That's number one. Red I think Dead. it is for everyone. And I know you guys did that what a week or two ago. Yeah, we talked about Red Dead. Very so, excited. Uh, super excited for that game. Um, did you guys do that before the last game tra- gameplay trailer came out? We did it like the day after or something. The day after, yeah, so yeah, right yeah, after yeah, it came out, or the weekend. Cool, cool, after, cool. Yeah. So that one, obviously, Spider Man. Spider Man um, next week. Pick it up. Is that next week already? Yep. September or September seventh. Excuse me. Okay. I, um, I was going to say Secure Shadow Stack twice, but looks like that doesn't come out until next year. Yeah, that's that game looks awesome. That game looks awesome. Uh, really, really love the Shadow uh, or the Tomb Raider series. Yep. So yep. what is what is Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Cannot wait for that. How many re- there was Tomb Raider and then there was another Rise, Rise of Rise. Tomb Raider. Okay. And I stopped I just I've never played Rise, so I gotta play it. I mean I have it over there if you would borrow. Uh, my, my, my buddy from San Diego is so upset that they did that exclusivity with Xbox. Yeah. Um, that he just boycotted it. What happened? what was that only So when Rise came out, like Tomb Raider came out, I think, for all systems. Yeah. And then uh, Crystal Dynamics, uh, I think Xbox must have gone to them and like sh- just throw money at them, them right. uh, because you know PlayStation has mm-hmm. Uncharted and Xbox wanted their own adventure. Oh, it came game. out on that instead of creating their own, right. they, they bought out Tomb Raider. And right. like that that would have been like you know if PlayStation if the next Mario game came out on PlayStation like that's you know, Tomb Raider <laughs> was born on PlayStation, so it felt like a really big blow to him. Make no mistake, if Nintendo ever goes under, there will be right. So Mario you wouldn't Sonic. buy it's like Sonic, right? Sonic yeah. is on. Which I mean. Nintendo's had a lot of scrutiny now for the lack of, you know, big exclusive games. Sure. I was reading a lot about that. Super Smash Bros. was talking about upcoming games. Um, I mean, they keep on promising and adding a lot of stuff to their uh, online library, and it's just been not rolling out like they said it was going to be. Yet the Switch continues to do very well. It does. I mean, well. They, They just put such an emphasis on quality, though. Like, they gotta stop, like, swinging for the fences, you know? Like, they gotta get some, some games out there. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind the way they do it, right. because every game that they, that they put out, like, it's a 10. Like, Zelda, 10. Mario. Right. 10. Well, you have your, you have your franchise home run hitters. Um, right. Is it raining? Is that I think thunder? it's, it's well, storming. Dude. Um, we gotta wrap this up. My windows are down. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, Spider Man, and Red Dead, uh, I, I think. Yep. And then I mean, I'm not gonna play Red Dead probably, uh, but I'll definitely play. I haven't played any of the other ones. I mean, I'll get around to it at some point. This game stands on its own. Oh my god, I, I still have Witcher, I still have fucking God of War that you guys are griping on here. <laughs> like, when do you expect me to play all these games? You Fair yourself enough. said you haven't been playing a lot of games. I have so many unfinished games and stuff. But with stuff like Spider Man coming mm-hmm. out, with. Uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider coming out. I mean, which is that going to be a multi-platform release or is it going to be Xbox yes. first? No, it's right. it's it's yeah. It's I just confirmed. For um, I mean, system. we were supposed to play Madden. Yeah, we got to play Madden. A lot of stuff to do. Um, let's wrap this up. Yep. This uh, has been great. Thanks for coming on. Thank you yeah, very much for having me here. If, a lot fun. of fun. If anyone wants to talk to you at your place of work mm-hmm. uh, on video games, where would they go? 
so if they want to talk to me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. face oh. to face. Where can they? Where Kyle's can they, bartending. But, yes. Where, where can well, they you, go and have a beer? And we want pledges to sponsor us, pretty much. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna slide that in there. We want to do some live shows at Fletcher's. Well, that's that's fun. Um, yeah. So I work at Fletcher's local tap house here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, on Main Street. Uh, five six six Main Street. Uh, just look up Fletcher's. Free plugs here for Fletcher's. Yeah, just free, free plug. plugs. Um, not free beer, but you know, um, it, it is very reasonably priced. We got some uh, some good follow selections coming on. So if you if you're a big beer drinker, come on in. I was actually talking to our GM about um, doing some stuff over the fall and the winter um, with you two. So. There you go. Uh, we'll do so like well, either like a, like we're looking at like Tuesday nights maybe, um, doing maybe some kind of like game tournaments, yeah. uh, Mario Kart, whatever we can yeah. really do. That's, that's gonna then, to be honest, I stopped listening after you said there was no free beer. We would love to do that. We'd love to have you on again. Thank you for coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think well every other week. I mean, everybody's schedule. So I usually do a little bitty so every other week. Um, next episode, uh, next hour long episode, I thought a cool idea would be best video game weapons. That'd Ooh, be fun to talk about. We can do oh. weapons. Ratchet and Clank all the way, but okay. You tell us. Well, I mean, you know, shit like yeah. fucking the. Don't give it away. <laughs> Don't give it <laughs> Right. You guys see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Cerebral Gore. Um, <laughs> so the Cerebral Gore Turok. You guys tell us what you want to hear on the next episode. Greg, how do they find us? Uh, you can get at us at Ready Fight Pod at Twitter, uh, Ready Fight Podcast on Facebook. Uh, email us at Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail. Um, and also stay tuned. Gamefox.com has a logo now. It's getting close to being done. Kyle, do you want to plug your uh, game streaming or your game handle? Yes, how can they watch oh, it? Man. I mean, you guys well, play a lot more video games than I do, so if you guys want to say your so if you want to, uh, Nat X7. Yes, but I'll we'll, I'll plug my streaming at a different time. Here. Kyle, how, how can the kids watch you play? So I am uh, Elixir, uh, E-L-I-X-E-R. Um, 420, and that's my PlayStation handle. It's coincidentally my um, my Twitch handle as well. I haven't done a lot of streaming lately, um, so if you know if you do watch me, um, don't be prepared for a camera. <laughs> I don't have my camera set up. Um, I could set it up, so it's it's up in the air. I don't do a lot of streaming. You can put your Twitch link on our page. Right. Yes, I'll put the, I'll put the link on the page. But um, expect some Battlefront uh, streaming because that would be. Uh, you still have Battlefront? Or not Battlefront, excuse me, Battlefield 5. Oh, Battlefield 5, yeah. Battlefield 5. Soon. You that, can find me that on, get on Twitch at uh, Dyspeptic07. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome, guys. Should I have a word listening. of the week every episode? I think we should. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.